Welcome to Fitness Business Secrets. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you tag me on Instagram, Jimmy underscore Pomponi, you're going to enter the draw to win one month of free private coaching valued at $1,500. And if you haven't joined our Inner Circle program, tap the link below this episode and I want to give you 14 days free because we are on a mission to help 1 million people per day to reach their health and fitness, fitness goals. Let's enjoy today's episode. Guys, today what I'm going to be covering for you is how you can set and achieve your monthly business goals. What we're going to be covering today is setting objectives, how I'd like you guys to focus on actions over the actual goals, how to track your progress, why you need accountability measures in place, and why it is better for your team to actually set your goals rather than you set them yourselves. So very big week uh, over here in Australia. It's actually uh, a Melbourne Cup. Um, I'm not a huge like horse racing fan to be uh, to be honest, but um, all these like people in my my unit block are having like this big massive party. Um, I used to always kind of like to get like weird, uncanny, um, I guess, advantages over my competition. So I don't think I've ever watched the Melbourne Cup um, once, like live. Um, I've always kind of worked and things like that. But I guess you know that is a, probably a little bit just because like I'm not a, not the biggest fan of horse racing as a whole. But let's dive into how you can set and achieve your monthly goals. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of you set annual business goals at the start of the year. I know a lot of you would be doing like 90 month, uh, 90 day business planning from the EOS principles in traction. Um, but I'm a really big fan of setting monthly goals and objectives. And why this is so important is we want to make sure that we win every single month in business. So it gives you a good time to be able to review what happened in your business over the last month, what went well, what didn't, where you can improve, and then you can start to set objectives or goals in place to make sure that you absolutely dominate during the month of November in 2022. And you can also start to plan like what you're doing in December and things like that during this time. But the first thing is, is you want to set some objectives. Like what are your, you know, really big goals within the business? And, you know, as like a lot of people say, like set no more than three goals, but I just think that they're really, really soft and they can't achieve very much. I think one of the, you know, things that has helped me so much in creating, you know, seven figure businesses now is actually just setting more goals. So we don't have like a number, whether it's two, three, five, or 10, um, but we just set the goals on what's really, really important to us. And in a business with like many different profit layers and verticals, the way that we actually actually do that is we always just review where we see our business in three years using um, Cameron, Cameron Herald's book called Vivid Vision, really, really amazing book. And then we just map out what are all the things that if anything was possible, if we had the absolute best month ever, if anything was possible, what would our business look like? We just start to map it all out. So we start to batch all the things that are possible and then we bring it together as a team. And then we go, what can we actually get done this month or what are some things we need to push? So quite often at, like at the, when we finish like writing our objectives, it would, would have like five, 10, maybe 15 things that we can implement because when we hire people within our businesses, we expect them to be hard workers. We expect them to be savages. We expect them to be different um, in comparison to those people that set like one goal every single month. And that's always worked really well for us. So, 
you know, I would initially start by saying like, what are all the things that you want to achieve? And it's really important, guys, that you don't write, you know, crazy, unrealistic goals. Like if you only added 10 members last month, don't write a goal of adding 80 because you just don't have the skills or the ability to do so at the moment. But some of the objectives that we'll be setting um, this month within our business will be the growth within our um, digital agency, which is just a profit layer. Then we'll also have um, how much we want to grow the inner circle with what we want the conversion rate to improve by in our 14-day trial, how many VAs that we want to place. And so within your fitness business, right, I would have a look at these main principles, right? What do you want to increase your revenue by? Okay, what, what do you want to get? So you want to go, look, my revenue in October was 20000 I want to increase that to $23,000 in cash collected. That's a really, really good objective, right? Or you might have a member goal. Maybe you've been struggling a little bit with retention, or maybe, you know, one of your objectives is you need to plan your Christmas party in November or December, and just start to map out everything that you want to achieve. And guys, if you set a goal and you can't hit it, it's not like the end of the world because at least you tried. It's rather than like, you know, under uh, underestimating what you can do. Why don't you overestimate what you can do? And at least if you don't hit it, you probably had a better month than if you kind of just set two or, two or three objectives or focuses and you probably didn't, wouldn't get all of them done anyway. But one of the things that you must prioritize within this, and this is so important, so important, a really great book for you guys to read um, is called Atomic Habits by James Clear on this. But what you want to just make sure you do with your objectives and the things that you're setting, okay, you want to make sure that you focus on the actions over the goals, the actions over the goals, okay? So just say, for example, if you have a cash collection um, goal, what are the actions that you must hit to be able to increase the amount of cash that your business collects? So there would be some actions around marketing, there would be some actions around sales, there would be some actions potentially about how you collect cash um, within your business. You might have to increase prices or increase um, the amount of paid in fulls that you do get. So then you have your objective, but when we want to break it down, you want to have at least three to 10 actions that you're going to implement so that you can hit your objective or goal. And I do do prefer the word objective at the moment over goals. Um, it's probably because I'm watching a little bit too much of Jocko Willink's um, content though, right? So then you've got your objectives and then you've got your actions that you need to hit it, okay? Now, once you've kind of done that, guys, you wanna make sure that you've actually built it into a structured plan. So I utilize Asana a lot and so does our whole team. So what you're able to do then is put your action items into your Asana so to make sure that you don't forget them, right? A lot of things that happen within people's lives is they have all these amazing plans or these amazing goals or these things they wanna do. And then after a week, they just forget what they actually set. And this is where I use Asana to be able to track the habits and actions that I need to hit or that my team need to hit so that we absolutely dominate our monthly objectives. And you've got to have some form of accountability in place, okay? So if you're um, running something of like, you know, really, really high importance, you might have daily accountability where you're checking in your progress each day. You might have weekly accountability. And then obviously you're going to have your monthly accountability of what were our monthly goals, what were our monthly objectives, and did we hit them? 
Once you've got that accountability in place, it's really important that you actually have someone that keeps you actually accountable, okay? Because you can set your own accountability metrics, e.g. you'll, you know, track your revenue each week in your, um, you know, weekly KPIs in your business, but who's actually keeping you accountable? Because one of the hardest things with inside, um, a, with inside running a business is actually that no one keeps you accountable as the owner. Now, there's certain people within the world who don't need anyone to keep them accountable, right? They're absolutely absolute beasts and savages. But I know a lot of people are following along in this episode wouldn't be that type of person. And that's totally okay. I've like really, really struggled keeping myself accountable. That's why I have my mentor, Charlie, to keep me accountable. And um, Cleo, also my executive assistant, tracks everything for me in a little accountability sheet so we know what's happening. And then finally, guys, once you've done this, right? You've, you know that you need to set objectives. You know that you need to focus on your actions over the actual goals because the actions are the only things that actually help us achieve goals. The goal, writing it down or the objective means absolutely nothing in this process unless you have daily, weekly, monthly actions to make sure you absolutely crush this, right? You need to make sure you track your progress and you need to make sure there's internal accountability so you're keeping yourself accountable and then you also need some external accountability as well. But you guys would know this from coaching um, you know, people in the in the fitness uh, fitness space, right? Is when we want to keep them accountable in, in the gyms, you want to have them you the, themselves keep them accountable and then you also have a coach or a mentor and you guys want to make sure you have that within your life as well. And just a final thing which is a, a little bit more of I think my personal journey and guys I'm a I'm a very direct person like for many many years in my life it was kind of I used to run our businesses like it's my way or the highway and it really wasn't serving me um, after a while because what kind of happened is all the stress all the load all the decision making really fell fell on me and our team didn't feel empowered to be able to grow and flourish within their roles and you know, as I'm um, talking with my mentors about what type of individual I need to become to be able to own a $5 million plus business, is, which is something that I've never done um, in the gyms or in, our, in my current business, is one of the things that we picked up is being able to make your team feel empowered. And if I set a goal for our, our team, right, is that's just me telling them what to do. So, hey, guys, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to hear. But if your team actually set the goals, if your team actually, you know, say, what do we want to hit, you know, in our retention rate or our member numbers or how many people do we want to get to the Christmas party or whatever it might be, is that way you're making them feel really empowered and that way you're becoming a coach and a mentor for them. And obviously you can guide them within this progress. Like if they say something that, you know, is totally unachievable, you would let them know. If they say something that's under a little bit underwhelming, you can say, you know, what would be a little bit better if we did this? And you can start to work the goal up a little bit through coaching. But I found that slight change has really, really helped our business grow. It's really, really helped our business and our, our staff feel empowered within their role and feel a very much a part of our growth. And that's probably something that I've only just learned in the last six months is you don't want your business to be like a full dictatorship like I was running it. You know, granted, it did get me to a certain place, which I was happy with, but it's not, I don't believe it is the best habits for a company to implement if they want to consistently grow. And I'm sure you're wondering what are some goals and objectives? And I'll just kind of finish it off. I know a lot of people in the fitness industry and especially a lot of my private clients. Now, revenue is always a big one. Top line revenue, that's where you should be spending 80% of your time. 
How many leads do you want to generate? How many sales do you want to close? What do you want your monthly retention rate to be? Now, you might have some other objectives coming up, e.g. your Christmas party that I mentioned, preparing your marketing in December because, you know, in about three weeks, all the episodes for you guys will be how to combat people, you know, doing um, 28 days train for free if they commit to a training in the new year, which is like a really popular December offer. And sometimes you've got to kind of fight fire with fire. You might have an objective of planning your timetable over the Christmas break. You might not know when your staff are away or when they're at work, and that's something that you need to implement. And something within a lot of the um, you know guys that I am working with privately, the biggest thing that we're kind of implementing over the last month, which is a common theme, is actually internal company communication. So, you know having your weekly staff meeting and making that so bloody valuable that your trainers just like it blows their mind at how good it is and then also your one-on-one meetings within your team and obviously you guys know if you've followed much of my content is being able to implement and master your kpis because i truly believe that if you get coaching off someone who knows what they're doing for one two three months and you learn how to track your KPIs, how to read your KPIs, how to make smart, intelligent decisions off the data, that you guys can become your own business coach and you guys can, can, hold, can hold your own destiny. Now, that doesn't mean when you get to that level that you don't have a business coach or an advisor, but what it means is that person is becoming a trusted advisor for your business because you're able to show them data of like, hey, Jimmy, you know, last month our, you know, retention rate kind of um, spiked up. We're about 2% down on the previous month and also our leads dropped by 10%. What do we need to, what do we need to do in this position? And that way you're getting more high level coaching from the people that you're paying this investment for. So that might be a couple of things that you guys um, can focus on during the month. I hope that there is at least one person watching or listening this that goes and does and does this this month. And guys, when you do your first monthly planning, like you're setting your objectives, your actions, all that thing, if you haven't done this much, you won't be perfect. Guys, I've done this probably consecutively for like 60 months of my life, and I still feel like I'm really, really crappy at it. I still feel like there's some things that we missed, and I'm still getting better at ways to remind myself and how to communicate with the team better, how to empower our team. But you won't ever get really good at something unless you actually do it. You won't actually dominate this month unless you have a structured plan in place of what you want to hit what you want your business to um, look like at the end of the month and the daily or weekly actions that you're going to implement with the help of your team so you absolutely crush it. You guys have an absolutely amazing day. If anyone has any questions about you know setting your monthly goals or anything that's covered, feel free to send me a message on social media. More than happy to help you guys anytime that I can. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the description below, there's a link where you can join our free Facebook group where we produce longer form content and give away valuable resources to help your fitness business grow. There's also six of our best downloaded resources. So go below and check it out now. And guys, we make these episodes for free free for you. Make sure that you've taken notes and you're ready to take action. And if it added value to your life, to your business, please share it with someone else in the fitness community.